Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm very happy to be talking with Shan today about another question that got sent in to us, which is really her area of expertise. Good morning, Shan. Good morning, Ananda. It's wonderful to be together with you again for another Slayer session. Here's your question. My question is about work. I would welcome suggestions on how to cope with a work culture that's hooked on the word multitasking. By definition, this word has me doing everything simultaneously, and I find myself getting blown away. Trying to pay attention to everything at once means I'm really not paying good attention to any one thing, and then things get missed or forgotten, and I become anxious with worry and that awful, hurried feeling. How do I get in a place where my best effort is enough for me, and how do I navigate the waters of multitasking without losing my foundation and direction? Wow, what a great question. Certainly something that is a part of corporate culture, you know, for certain, from my experience, I can speak to it from that space and and something that I hear from people and have heard from people for years that, oh my goodness, how, how can I show up and do a great job when I'm expected to be juggling 80 different balls in the air? You know, something's got to give, something's going to drop. The very first thing that comes to mind is a question. I'm, I'm curious as to how this person is prioritizing their daily responsibilities. As a prior sales manager and a team leader for a large group of people, the folks who often got the most overwhelmed weren't quite sure which of their tasks or which of their projects was the most important. And so sometimes that comes back to leadership. So my curiosity is, how are these things prioritized? And then the next is, has this person asked for help from their supervisor to let them know, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but I'm getting a little bit over, overwhelmed with, you know, X, Y, or Z, whatever's going on. And to see if they might be given any additional training or assistance, those are the things that come up for me, first of all. So, first of all, to seek clarity and see if there's something that can be changed. Mm-hmm. Or if you need assistance to ask for that. Well, sure, because often what will happen is you're in the mindset of wanting to do well, um, wanting to keep your job, wanting to keep your sanity, right? And so often we will create these environments or these realities that may or may not be true. It might be perfectly okay to take a breath, prioritize, and understand that on a given day, you might not be able to juggle so much. So that if you know, okay, my number one priority is this particular piece, I'm going to do my best to focus on this particular piece until I can pull it off and then move on. And so by getting clear about that and by communicating that with your manager or, you know, whoever it is, your supervisor, to make sure that they know, hey, I want to do a great job here. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I kind of feel like I've got so much coming at me, it's a little bit difficult for me to discern which 
peace should be put first. What is my priority? Right. Yeah, because sometimes we get one task and then another and there isn't the space for completion and we tend to start running and trying to do it and then we forget to stop and reappraise. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's really powerful advice. Thank you. And then on the more personal question, it's being asked, how do I get to a place where my best effort is good enough for me? Right. Well, and that is something that's going to take some time. That's getting really clear about what your expectations are and if they're out of whack, you know, if they're too high, if they're unrealistic. Often what I found in my prior corporate life is that when I would feel overwhelmed by all that I had going on, feel like, oh my goodness, how am I going to possibly make this happen uh, without losing my wits, I would realize that I had escalated or I had set up my expectations to be so high. No one else had them that high. Not my superior or, or supervisor or managers didn't have them as high as I had them. And so this comes back to knowing yourself, understanding how much you are capable of, taking time to look at your life and say, "Mm, you know, is there a pattern here? Mm. Have, Have I been in a position where often I feel like my best isn't good enough or that I should always do more? You know, is there that inner tyrant inside of me that is just really out of control and wanting me to go, 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 go. And if so, it's time to have a conversation with that inner tyrant through meditation or journaling or however you can do so to let them know that you're perfectly fine doing what you're doing and that um, that right now you don't need their assistance and, you know, this isn't a horse race type of a thing. But the other thing I'd like to bring up that was really kind of a, a clear intuitive hit is, is this in fact the kind of job that is in the best interest? Is this a good fit for this person? Because another thing that came up was, ah, this person seems to me like a very creative spirit. I think we're all creative spirits, but having worked in a, an environment where we had equally right and left-brained employees, we had people that were, you know, hard-charging salespeople hitting their numbers and, you know, pulling revenue. And then we had a completely separate creative team, writing the copy, creating the commercial, shooting the video. And often those two worlds would collide in such a way that the creative people are like, are you kidding me? We can't move that fast. We can't create something that fast. We can't turn that around as quickly as the hard charging sales side wanted things to happen. And so my job was to help those two groups of people communicate in such a way that the creative people didn't feel so freaked out by the hard-charging salespeople and that the salespeople understood that if they wanted a good product, they needed to give these guys some breathing room. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very true. I think, again, you're raising that point that we've discussed many times before where people that are, are prone to elevated anxiety do tend to be creative people, sensitive creative people and they don't like feeling hurried because it then that makes them feel worried they need that space and you remind me of the point that it's very important for us to know ourselves and know how we roll and how we work best and and when we're happy to give our attention to one thing when we need space we're not all the same 
person. We don't all deal with things the same way. So, yeah, I think that thing of journaling, breathing, taking a walk in nature, taking some space, taking some time and really stepping back and looking at where you are with it. What do you need to feel better? What could you possibly do to improve it? Knowing the Uh, things you can change, knowing the things you can't. then that puts you in a much more healthy space of being able to digest the situation and and take resourceful action that supports yourself. Yeah, really great points. Thank you. You're welcome. It's just, it's one of those things where when we get to know ourselves better, the true nature of who we are and how we show up and how we can best share our gifts. Mm -hmm. There are so many people plugged into jobs that they really don't belong in and, you know, that they're not well suited to. And so you'll often find them trying so hard to show up and do a great job. But the lesson is that maybe that's not where they're supposed to be. Yeah. That maybe that isn't something that they can excel at. Maybe they don't want to excel at multitasking. Yeah. And that that's okay. As a card-carrying, once perfectionist multitasker, I can remember having conversations that my ego would just, oh, I just thought I was something else, all the things I could do at once, right? (laughs) (laughs) Until the understanding of, oh my goodness, yeah, you're doing all kinds of things at once and you're completely unconscious. Yeah, that reminds me, I was on a retreat a few years ago and one of my mentors there said, if you're doing two things, you're doing neither of them properly. Right. So do one with full attention and then do the other one. Yes. That's a real challenge for us in our Western busy culture. When we sit to meditate, we start thinking about paying bills, doing laundry, a disagreement, a something, all kinds of stuff comes up in our mind. And it's so hard for us to just settle and and stick with that. And it's hard for us to do anything with full attention. But I think that from what I understand from Ayurveda, that in and of itself is a cause of our suffering. And when you can just bring it back down to one simple task, and one simple moment, one single moment, that's an incredible relief. That's why I began this conversation with prioritize. Prioritize what you have to do. And even if the culture is flying around like a bunch of lunatics and they seem to be doing the multitasking thing well, Chances are they're not doing it well either, (laughs) you know. So while you're doing what you're doing, prioritize. Ask yourself if some of the things that you're saying mentally to yourself uh, are true. Um, And ask for help from a supervisor to be clear on your priorities. One good example might be to put down in writing uh, what you think your priorities are and then get clarification. Right. And validation. And then you've you've taken a breath right there because now you're like, oh, that's wonderful. Now I have a better sense of what needs to happen and in what order. That along with getting really clear about is this the kind of culture that I want to remain in? And it might be by having just a few questions answered, it might be just fine, but it might not be. And that's okay to give yourself some space to look into that and figure out how you would, in an ideal situation, how you'd like to work. Excellent points. I hope that's helpful. Mm, I hope so, too. I, I really appreciate that we have these great questions coming in and look forward to answering more in additional Slayer sessions. 
Thanks so much for your time with that, Shan, and please keep the questions coming in. Mm, You're welcome, and yes, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this podcast supportive and invite you to visit the Slayer store for our new offering, EFT for Anxiety, your comprehensive touchstone for emotional freedom technique. You can find the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.